What's going on, guys and gals? Welcome to episode 90 of the WorkPrints Gamescast, brought to you by theworkprint.com. As always, I'm your host, Rob, and I'm being joined by my faithful companion and co-host, Bilal. What's up, Bilal? I'm not feeling great. <laughs> not today. Uh, <laughs> it's almost going to happen. So, uh, yeah, this was a little bit dicey. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, yeah, you, I, you, I, you, so, just for some background here, I messaged Rob yesterday. I was like, hey, my son and my wife are both sick. And, like, I was in a meeting yesterday, and my wife, like, comes downstairs, and I'm just like, hey, I'm, like, in a meeting. And then she texts me, and she's like, I... I feel like I have a stomach bug. And I was like, then don't come by me. Yeah. Um, and next thing I know, it's just like I hear vomiting <laughs> from like upstairs. And I was like, this isn't great. Luckily, we were at my parents. And then like my son, um, just like same thing. He had the stomach bug. Uh, today, uh, luckily, both of them are doing much better. I, on the other hand, have, it's not bad for me, but I feel very achy and just been nauseated all day, which is... Yeah not a great feeling it's like i don't know if i want like if i should eat anything or just be cautious and just like it hasn't gone away um so a bit rough we played it by ear oh god i have guac on my shirt (laughs) (laughs) it's okay it's there for later yeah so yeah you should you should have a message and i was like you know what shoot me over instructions on how to run this thing i'll find somebody and then you sent me a message today. You're like, hey, did you ever find any? You're like, oh, I'm really feeling better. I should be able to do it tonight. And you're like, hey, did you find anybody? And I was like, nope. Uh, I, was, I, I, I was laughing because um, I, I like turned to Malia. I'm like, Malia, literally, like, I already set the precedent with uh, Rob. I told him yesterday. I'm like, oh, yep. we're not doing it. And he was like, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, that's fine. And then she's like, no, 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 go, go do it. And I was like, all right. <laughs> like, I would have been on here completely yeah. solo talking for like 30 minutes and then saying, you know what, forget it. We're going to go ahead and stream some more Elden Ring. I also part of me was going to tell you, and I actually told you, I was like, you know what, if we need to punt it another week, then yeah. that's fine. I mean, the reality is, is one of the things we talked about when we decided to do this again was that we were going to do it because we wanted to do it because we have fun doing it together. Yeah. Right. That we weren't going to force ourselves to play every game and, yeah, we, we want it to be consistent. That is one of the things we talked about. But like, if if you can't be on, you, you can't be on, you know? Yeah. I'll try to find somebody else. If I don't find anybody else, you know, with a day's notice, then I'll just hop on here by myself uh, and and do like a 45-minute podcast. And I mean, it's not, listen. It's not th- easy finding someone like last right. minute either. Like, yeah. it's, uh, I mean, and you could ask a bunch of friends, but if they don't even have the right equipment. Um, and that that's really a nightmare. yeah that's really what it is is i have friends that would be more than willing to hop on but yeah. one of them doesn't have a webcam and then the other one uh just doesn't have the computer yet i mean they will soon actually that's one of the things to talk about and uh yeah i mean you know you know the friends group i have plenty of those personalities would fit really well I, here i would and, love to get all of them on, on yeah. honest, honestly <laughs> just like uh, we might have talk less video games but like who cares? <laughs> I think it's yeah. just the the back and forth is great. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, oh, this past week, I think is also the first time we actually played something co-op <laughs> together in a really long time. Um, yeah, let's... We, we, we streamed, and I... I'll, I'll, so, um, I think 
you reached out to me or we were just talking Elden Ring last week and then we were just like, hey, we should do co-op. And I I was like, oh yeah, this sounds great. Problem is my son sleeps here. My wife uh, was using the, the TV uh, to watch the Love is Blind reunion with her, with my cousins. And then I was that like, show, what that show is such trash. It's I, I, so bad. So, I walked so, in, Monica watched yeah. it. I walk in. And, you know, there's times where, where I walk in and she's like, hey, do you want to watch anything? I'm like, eh, I'm not really in the mood for anything. Just, like, watch whatever you're watching. You know, yeah. it's fine. You know, I'm going to be on my phone. and I, Yeah. That's one of the situations I sat down. I was like, no, 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 you can keep watching whatever you're watching. And then I'm, like, watching on my phone. And I just hear in the background. And I just look up. And I'm just like, all right, I'm going to leave. <laughs> like, like, I can take bad. Certain amounts. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, like, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. oof. So, uh, you know, she was watching there and I was like, I, how am I supposed to play when, <laughs> uh, like what am I supposed to do? And I looked, I looked in the, uh, our bedroom and we had set up like a little corner desk with a widescreen monitor, um, for my wife to work there, um, before she was pregnant. And so that was her, like her workspace. And so I looked at it, I was like, it has an HDMI port. I could bring the Xbox over. So I set it up there. So now I have three places in this apartment <laughs> where I can, uh, set up the Xbox, but mm -hmm. Do you remember the last time we tried to stream together? Halo Infinite technical test and what happened with my Xbox? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, my HDMI port broke. So yep. every time I moved that Series X, and I did it quite a bit um, last week because I was just like, I've got to play Elden Ring. I was yeah. just, I was a junkie. Um, so, but wait, by the way, real quick, let's let's get this out of the way. As far as the games we've been playing, it's only been Elden Ring. Only Neither of us Elden has Ring. touched anything since Elden Ring has released. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't even touched apex since yeah. since i started playing Elden ring and so that kind of tells you how deep in we both yeah. are and, and so th we're just going to be talking about that for the next however long and then we'll yeah. get into the news and, and so uh, it, it's funny because when it comes to the souls games uh i don't really play them co-op i i just mm -hmm. play them by myself normally most of the time by the time i start playing um it like it's way after the fact uh, i think Sekiro is the only game i actually played at launch and mm -hmm. stuck with it like bloodborne yeah. i got at launch did okay, did, didn't understand it, and was like, eh, these games aren't for me. Uh, Dark Souls 3, same thing happened. Um, and so th this time around, I was like, oh, there's actually people here and whatnot. And, you know, last week we I mentioned that I had gone in and, like, helped other random players by putting my name into something pool. So this time it was just like, you know, you walk me through how to set up the co-op, which isn't too bad. Um, you know, we set up a matchmaking password. You, They actually give you, like, the currency to... Not the currency, like the item, uh, like the earth leaves to create the little compass thingy to yeah to call people players, in, yep. to call people in. Um, they, so it's it's a small process, but it's not that bad. And like first time playing through, and like I'm glad, like we were in like the river well. We were both doing the same side quest at mm -hmm. that time, um, and man, that was fun because I yeah. really did not want to solo that section. Like, after playing, it through, playing through that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you told me some, like, useful stuff, like, against, like, those rock-type creatures that use, like, blunt, um, blunt mm -hmm. weapons. And I was like, oh. I was like, I just figured I needed magic. And yeah. um, it, it's funny. Uh, at Peacock, uh, in our in the Slack, there's, like, a Peacock Game Slack channel. And uh, so people have been talking Elden Ring, and it's kind of actually nice. Uh, so I've been giving advice there uh, in regards to that. But... You know, we were talking about our characters, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm a straight strength like endurance build. Um, my character doesn't believe 
in magic and like that's just kind of the way i play uh-huh. it at this uh-huh. point like yeah. magic exists but he's like no i, I don't i don't fuck with that in yeah. any matter uh and, and that's that's honestly how it's just been going for me but like and i think the thing that really kind of just was like this was a bad decision was when i we were doing co-op everyone seemed to be using magic besides me <laughs> or had some sort of cool spell and i'm just like yeah i'm like i'm like you guys are in an anime and i'm just like <laughs> i'm just like zoro from one piece like lost yeah. going in the wrong direction yeah. just swinging my sword um no but it's it, it, it's been great um then you know we we did co-op in that river well then you went mm-hmm. off to go do your side quest and just like blitz through um i like i watched how much you did that last night you did like the radon fight you went to nakron mm-hmm. you i think even that night well you... let's let's be honest i didn't blitz through the radon fight i mean the there's, end, yeah. there's an archive up uh i will say though that uh, you know i was getting frustrated with that fight and 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 i it is it you know hats off to people who stream soulsborne games on the regular because it is stressful when even if I've got, you know, two people in the chat, knowing that there are other people watching me fail over and over and over again, it is stressful. But yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I got a pretty good chunk done that stream. It was nice. Yeah. And it's been, um, yeah, you got a lot done because like I just did the Verdon fight, uh, but mm-hmm. I also went off exploring because I realized like, hey, like the lake region, uh, I did everything on the left side. I never touched anything on the right. And I was like, there's this yeah. entire area over yep. here. Uh, and what ended that? Um, can we talk about that cave, the catacombs that you love? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, why don't you do I this? Think, I think you, all right. Yeah. So there are a bunch of optional dungeons in Elden Ring out there in the world. And the very first one is literally when you get your to your first like main uh, POI, which is the Church of Ella. There's, I, I I got to that church. I knew that it wanted me to go to the right, and you know, me being a lifelong gamer, I'm like, no, 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 I'm gonna go to the left first. <laughs> and so I go to the left, and I see some sort of figure at the top of this cliff that I can climb up to. And I get up there, and I realize that it's a statue, and it's this like hunched over man with a crown. And so I'm like, oh, that's strange seems kind of out of place so i get close to it and you can interact with it and then a glowing light comes from your hand and it points in this direction so i follow it and i find this optional dungeon and they're throughout the map and most of them have the same enemy type or a mixture of enemy types that are are the same so i tell these guys about one that is my absolute favorite of these that i've done so far and the reason it's my favorite is because it has illusory walls right Mm -hmm. illusion walls and none of the other dungeons up to that point did and so the thing is is that i have played bloodborne i have played you know some of these other games so i know that these things so (laughs) i had already been smacking random walls and there are also messages yeah (laughs) there are also messages all over the place that are like like oh try hitting you know yeah. and of course it's so trolly because you hit and nothing happens and then 99 percent of the time when you see that message yeah. it's, it's a troll <laughs> yeah. but you do it because you're like but what up there right? yes <laughs> and so uh so this one has illusion walls and that's part of the reason why i like it so much and, and the illusion walls are kind of like there's one very obvious one and then the other ones are like you have to go you have to find them you have to like search for them 
then you get to the boss and i i feel like i don't necessarily want to spoil it here but there's uh, a uh, I'll, I'll say this the boss that you fight in that mm-hmm. is cool as hell yeah. um yeah i was like I was like, "Whoa! They put this thing in a catacomb dungeon. This doesn't. Because yeah. normally it's like a watchdog or like yep. a pumpkin head or just like, you know, there's some there's some cool ones, but this one was just yeah. like the way it was animated, everything it did. I was like, this is badass.' <laughs> and then yeah, the entire then you look at the boss's health after you like wail on it and yeah. nothing happens, and just yeah. like figuring out the solution to yes. it is so rewarding and so it's, funny. Um, <laughs> I I I took a friend down there, and he was like, "Oh, I accidentally already saw this," you know, yeah. when I was like Aww. looking things up, and then I took another friend there, and he's like, "What is going on? <laughs> like, this is impossible." I'm just laughing. And then I pointed something out to him, and then he was like, mm, "I see, I see." I, and he's like, "He's like, can you go? Just, can you just take care of this because I am fighting for my life right now?" <laughs> and so then I did, you know. Uh, yeah. And no, it is it's things like that, man, that are that are so so good. It, I love this game because of the things you discover. I mean, we talked about this before. All these Soulsborne games is kind of why people i think really truly fall in love with them you know there is something to be said about their difficulty and the sense of satisfaction from that but it's the sense of discovery and finding all these cool things and i actually think co-op is great for that because i also when we talk about stuff i try not to if i'm ahead of you or if i've seen something i try not to spoil it you know i might tell you like hey come on let's go do this thing right um but i'm not going to tell you what it is necessarily and I think that's the I, I think that's what makes co-op so much fun. You know, if you play it like that, it it does a great thing where it scales whoever's coming in to the person who summoned them in the first place. So I'll be scaled down to you because right now I'm level 110, 109. Jesus. And so <laughs> and so I would be scaled down to you. So I'm not going in there and one shotting things unless you would have been able to one shot them with my build. Right. If that makes sense. You know, there are some things I'm going in there that you're hitting twice and I'm one shotting and that's because they're weak to magic. Yeah. Uh, and, and there are things that I had people come into my world and they were one shotting that I was two hitting because they were just weak to physical. And it, it just it does such a good job of that. It raises the health of all the enemies if you bring somebody in. So it does uh, kind of balance it out a little bit. I still think that, yeah, it's easier to have friends come in and, and help you out especially even if they haven't especially if they've done the boss before because they can uh yeah kind of coach you through it a little bit if you want but also it's just nice to be able to switch aggro a lot of times it, it, and it comes a necessity at times because yeah. like honestly like there are like i've been on a few forums i've been on tiktok and mm-hmm. twitter and just reading comments and you know there are people that are just like the summons are the best thing because it like helps yep. at least make the boss fight manageable and i agree with it like yeah but then there's there's a small subset of people that are just like i don't use summons because every boss should be soloable and i'm like i'm like you know what i tried that against godric and margaret and it, it just it, it didn't it didn't work for me and i don't want to sit there for two hours i don't have yeah, that, that that's the, the time to do it and it's still challenging you know, exactly the the day. yes like, it's not like it makes it yeah. a, a breeze like you're going in there and just rolling yeah. over no it makes it like you said manageable right yeah. and it makes it fun um yeah oh, look, we did the ancestral spirit in uh the well together mm-hmm. i think that was just me and you because uh, i think uh 
um, Matt and Mike were doing it. Like, like it was funny because everyone was running it that night, and we yeah. were all just jumping into each other's games and helping each other run so, it. So, and that's that's what ends up happening yeah. a lot with our group yeah. is that one of us is like, "Hey, I'm doing this thing," and then the other one's like, "Oh, I haven't done that yet. Like, where is it?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, it's here." And they're just like, oh, "How did I miss this?" You know. Um, and so that's what ends up happening is yeah we're running it and <laughs> we're not the only ones that this is the only thing that we've been playing for the past yeah. week like my entire friends list is like Elden Ring Elden Ring yeah. Elden Ring Elden Ring. I was talking to a race and Ellie and race uh, race goes. I I worry about how much I think about this game and I was yeah. just like it's all it's all I think about uh, yeah honestly like I you know after the Radon fight I was pumped. Uh, after I beat Radon, I went and like here's the thing: Radon's optional, but it's like <laughs> you don't you like for main path you don't even need to fight him. But like you go yeah. there and like the mechanic in that fight is really neat. Like what, uh, what you have to do uh, once you figure it out, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it it's really cool. Um, I know a lot of people were complaining about it, but I, I and I felt like I was a I was a lower level than you when I went, and I think I was yeah. sixty five. Um, and I was a melee build, so um. I had a good time with it, but like after I beat him, you know, I was like on this high. So I went back and I, on the map, I've marked every dragon I've come across and mm-hmm. went and killed every dragon <laughs> I, I had come across. And it was yeah. it was so much fun. Um, and it, uh, it, like you discover a cave, you discover a tunnel. The sense of exploration is unbelievable. Uh, there's been discourse around like the UI, the UX experience, and I can agree to some of it. Like, I. You know, if you're not familiar with Elden Rings um, or the Soulsborne games in general, then the game doesn't always do a great job of communicating. Like, it took me a, mm-hmm. a longer than I would like to admit to figure out how to use the Y shortcut menu. Um, <laughs> even though it's you hit start and it's on the right side, like yeah. I was, I was yep. baffled on yep. how I uh, set up a shortcut um, for quite a few hours. Um, but you know, like. There's things like that. I wish some of the, you know, they they had those tooltips in that, uh, you know, help explain like what different stats do, which is quite nice. Um, oh yeah, I mean the explanation yeah. menu yeah. is fantastic. They definitely improved but, that because I know yeah. some of the earlier games I was just completely lost. Uh, yeah. Uh, and figuring that out, but like you know, like there are improvements they could make to some of that stuff. But I think at the end of the day, if you have a friend or somebody that can walk you through or just you want to do your little bit of your homework like this game is very much more approachable i know these games are hard but i also think they're fair and i feel like look i I'm, i know someone's gonna like criticize me for saying this but like while while we might be stuck on a boss for like two hours or so um i do think this game isn't overtly hard <laughs> um, yeah because there's so right. much you can go and do oh that's uh, the thing is you can go you can walk away you can get stronger you can yeah. come back uh, and also, yeah, you can summons, you can have friends come in. And this is the first time where normally with these type of games, I, there, I have friends that I'm just like, do not play this game. Do not play this game. Like, you just won't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But now I've been like, you know what? It, if you want, if you're interested in it and you see all of us playing, like, I can come in and, and guide you around and show you stuff. It's still going to be hard. <laughs> We're still going to, you know, be miserable. Although we did discover that when you go into another person's game, you know, you can drop items. That's always been a, a feature, whether it be gear or consumables. We discovered that you can drop golden runes, which can be yeah. crushed for runes and experience. 
and you get to a certain point in that game where they kind of just don't do a whole lot for you honestly mm-hmm. and so we went into one of my lower uh level friends who had just started and he has no interest in like like he is very much a casual gamer and he has no yeah. interest in putting 100 hours i don't know if he'll ever actually beat this game i'm actually letting him borrow my copy uh because i have a gamefly copy here as well so yeah. i was like you know what don't worry about it just try it out and we dropped them basically 10 levels worth <laughs> like right away and so and it made it more enjoyable for him because it did make it i mean still difficult but it it, it yeah. did he wasn't dying to like the normal enemy types right makes sense yeah and no and yeah sometimes you just need that early boost um mm-hmm. you know like i mentioned the peacock games channel is like somebody decided to re-roll their character because he started as a wretch and then they're mm-hmm. like uh you know i started the confessor uh you know i'm thinking about going golden seed and i was like you know what why don't you try the the imps because uh, i think that's the only place you can get those imps and they cause like bleed damage to bosses and like they'll mm-hmm. go in and they'll like wreck shop um and I, i'm kind of like damn i should i should have gotten uh <laughs> i should have gotten the imps had i only known yeah um like no it's it, it's great even one of my buddies who's played uh bloodborne and beat it he he's also you know became a father like two weeks right before me uh, mm-hmm. i've known him since preschool um <laughs> a long time best friend uh and so he messaged me last night he goes should i get elden ring and i'm like i barely have time to game I've put 43 hours into it so far. It's so good. <laughs> He's like, I don't know how I feel about these contradictory statements. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just squeezing every free moment I can into it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean, same, same here. I've yeah. put in much more time than you have. I'm not, yeah. I told you the number on the pre-show. If yeah. you want to know the number, you got to come watch the pre-show in the future. I, I'm at a point right now where and I'm getting close to that end game. Like I'm starting to push towards the end of the game yeah. to beat this game. I am at a point right now where there's a there is a ruin I discovered where the normal enemies walking around in there are dropping six thousand runes per enemy. Ooh, <laughs> that's just like the normal. Yeah, the normal enemy. And so, like, I just <laughs> I actually just beat a boss. That dropped two hundred sixteen thousand runes, Jesus. and so yes, and so and that only got me like two, <laughs> two and a half levels, and so. But uh, do you feel yeah, over? Man. So I know you said you're like level what one ten ish. Yeah. Around that, do you feel over leveled at all, or is so it so I fine? I feel like I am still under leveled. <laughs> So it's scaling fine, I think is the right answer. I, 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 I One I, of the things with this game that, like, I feel like when I got to Stormville, I was like, okay, I'm fine. Uh, no, I got mm-hmm. to Margaret, which was the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, I was like, oh, I'm not leveled enough. So I went mm-hmm. 12 hours just roaming around, just doing whatever, came back, beat up. Went to Godric, and then I felt like I felt like I was in, in that flow. Uh, it was good to get to the lake, and I'm like, man, I I feel very underleveled. Now I'm back at the <laughs> lake, and I'm just like, oh my god, I'm just tearing through everything. Yeah. And then like yep. you get to the next thing, and you're just like, what, what, why am I not doing damage? <laughs> and no, then, like, there's a hundred percent that I I am at a part. The point that I'm at right now, I told you I I fought a boss, and the boss took me, I mean, total time it took me like two hours and forty five minutes worth of tries. Mm-hmm. And the reason that is, and we talked about this off stream, is that I am basically a samurai, a, a samurai sorcerer. 
you know, uh, sorcery first, but samurai second. And so I, I'm rocking a katana and I have no health. Like, no, I have, all my armor is spell based, so there's not a ton of physical resistance. There's not a ton of resistance outside of magic and arcane and lightning, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I am the definition of a glass cannon that also needs to get in close sometimes because I am not a pure mage. Yeah. And so I'm fighting this boss and it's a situation where I, every hit is a one hit. Every ability they do is a one shot for me. And so I had to play absolutely perfect to beat it. Well, perfect with maybe a little bit of luck in some scenarios. And so that's where I'm at in the game right now. Now, some of the normal enemies that are running around, um, they are manageable, but I am by no means you know, rolling them over. I'm still like anything and anyone out there can kill me. And so um, I think it's, you know, it's one of those things where this game more than, uh, you know, I've beat Bloodborne, Mm -hmm. I've beat Demon Souls, uh, I've started playing Sekiro. I, this one gives you so many different ways to accomplish your goal. Whether it be just creeping around, getting away, whether it be creeping and, and playing south, whether it be laying out a plan. It's kind of like the way I used to play Splinter Cell or mm-hmm. like Metal Gear. I see an encampment, I've run through there one time, I got killed, and I'm like, okay, if I hit this guy and I pull him this way, I can take him out solo. And then one by one, I can start picking them off and then just have the big boss. Or there are some scenarios where if you kill the like big enemy type in that area everybody else surrenders yeah. in there and then you go and murder them anyway <laughs> but uh and i i mean i love that about this game i love that i have six different friends who are playing we all have completely different builds even within our builds we're like off builds and we all play differently and it all works and then like, when we play together it just meshes like mike's strength build is completely different than mine yeah and it i was laughing because he's like you know i went out and i got this armor because i wanted this and i got these swords (laughs) like he he specifically like knew exactly how he wanted to build his character he was doing a bit of fashion souls and then yeah um, yeah, yeah. and like i on the other hand i'm just like well this has good stats and that and i'm just like i look look like a mess i'm like like somebody that's like found a pile of bodies and just was (laughs) like well i guess i need new shoes so let's see where it is um and i think one one of the craziest things about this game is you can thoroughly you think you can thoroughly check every room every little thing and next thing you know like i was talking to ali about um the raya academy like i well, i finished mm-hmm. it he finished it and he sent me a picture he's like what the hell is this thing and it was just like and it was a location of a legendary weapon and i was like and where it's located is like this giant statue of all these faces it's like a giant ball um mm-hmm. and i was like i was like i was like He's like, it's at the academy. I was like, no, it's not. I went through the academy. I did everything. He's like, he's like, no, you have to go through on the rooftops. I'm like, well, what rooftops? And like, he pinpointed <laughs> it. He's like, you go here, you take a right, and you jump off onto the staircase. And I was like, holy shit. And I spent another 40 minutes in that location just try- getting through that area, trying to figure out where, like, where to go. And 
it, there's so much stuff hidden. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's it's unbelievable. Even uh, my my previous boss, he just messaged me. He just beat Godric. Um, is it Godric or God? That's no, Godric. Uh, Godric. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Godfrey is later. You do yeah. face a Godfrey. <laughs> That's yeah. another thing about this game. Yeah, is there's, names. there's there's yeah there's uh Margit, there's Margot, there's Godric, there's Godfrey, like there's Melanie or Godfrey, Mal- Malani, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh, the names can get a bit confusing mm-hmm. there. Uh, and then he, so I was like, I was like, okay, great, go activate your ruin because like mm-hmm. if you don't know to do it, you're you're just not gonna do it. Um, yes. so I was like, go do it, and he's like, he's like. I didn't even know the city was in the castle. He's yep. like, I, I went everywhere. And I was like, I was like, he didn't go everywhere. Yep. Um, and there's just so much. Um, and I, I, it, 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 it's it's funny. Like I'm enjoying playing this by myself, but I think you said it best when we streamed. Mm-hmm. This game is super satisfying when you're playing by yourself, but it's so much more fun. Uh, just uh, there's more fun in, to be found in the game. It might yeah. not be as satisfying when you're playing with friends. Yeah, um, and that's not to say it's not yeah. satisfying. It's yeah. just the reality is is that it's the most satisfying solo yeah. it's in my opinion it's the most fun with friends it's still fun it's still satisfying but those are the two spectrums like you know yeah. and yeah i mean there's there's an area that you haven't gotten to but it, it it's farther north um and it's i don't think it's a spoiler but it's called the lendo like royal capital yeah. and that thing is like an entire map on its own it's I so actually- it's so dense. Got teleported there. Okay. Yes, because <laughs> yeah. you got teleported to I think the Divine Bridge, uh, yeah. Santa Grace. Yes, that area is so dense. It's like a you could easily get lost there, and I spent hours and hours and hours there, finally getting to the boss there. And then I went in with my friend, and I was like, he was like, "Hey, I'm doing this side quest. Have you done work on this?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm two steps ahead of you right now." And he's like, okay, well, what do I have to do next? I was like, well, you have to get through the next like area and, and beat the next boss. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go do that right now. And I was like, mm, are you trying to do the side quest kind of quick? Because if you are, let me hop in and kind of just show you like is the this, route. Is this involving the sewers? No, 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 no. Okay. We're not doing that. I'm not doing that one. Okay. Are you going to do that one? I'm not doing uh, that oh, one. Oh, well, so what I learned is you can actually... Yeah. Um, do saves coming on an Xbox? Mm-hmm. So, um, I wish I had oh, learned this in time yes. for Sekiro because I so, played eighty hours of Sekiro yeah. to get all four endings. Um, yeah, because you but, want all the endings, and that is, I yeah. think that one's considered like the worst ending or the second worst ending, something like that. It's something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah so, like, and, and this is the thing for me with the Soulsborne games um, and even Elden Ring. It's like, I wish, you know, they brought in George R. R. Martin to like craft this world. But the storytelling for me is just like there are cool bits here and there. There's cool cutscenes, but I, I still wish it, there was like some cohesion, like a, a narrative through line that you could follow. Yeah, um, right. Uh, I, it, I mean, much I agree. Easier. Like the the best background for this story is like that Elden Ring commercial they did in Thailand. I don't know if you've seen that. No, I haven't seen it. It's like a, I'll send it to you. It's like a four <laughs> minute commercial. <laughs> It's very campy, very silly, mm-hmm. but it does a very good job of actually explaining what the story for the game is better than um, I feel like the game has done. Um, yeah, but, you know, I feel like we can go on and on about this game. Um, and we probably will again next week. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. 
I, you know, and before we jump into the, you know, I don't know if you got any more thoughts on uh, Elden Ring, but if you do, I say say them now because I do want to quickly jump into video game release schedule. For, no, no, no. I, I, I yeah. think I once again yeah. think this game is game of the year. Uh, I know we are only in March. I would be if something beats this as my personal game of the year. I, I would be absolutely like shocked. Hundreds across the board. That's the only yeah, way right. I can see it. Yeah, I would um, be absolutely shocked. I I also do think that this is if you have any interest in it, uh, even if you're new to the series, I think that if you have friends who are who are playing it and you want to hop in with them, this is the one to do it because while the multiplayer isn't as seamless and as easy as I think most modern day games are. <coughs> It's the best it's ever been for these type of games, and yeah. it is a blast, man. I, I honestly, adore look, this hit, game. hit us if you don't have friends, hit us up. Like I yeah. wouldn't mind yep. just going and helping out random strangers. Hey, when you and when you get rewarded when you help people, yeah. So, so I am a hundred percent down to help people out. And like some of these bosses, they hit hard. And so one of the first great runes you get when you activate it. So like when you help someone. Um, you get a rune arc which activates the rune, and you can find these in the game, but they're they're mm. rare uh, to come yes. across, so they're very limited. But if you anytime you get summoned into someone's game, help them kill a boss or finish a catacomb, you get a rune arc. And so, uh, you know, for Radon, I was popping it because I was like, sometimes I, like, I wasn't getting one shot, but he would hit me, and it would drop eighty percent. And with the yeah. rune activated, like, I was much more bulkier. Uh, I yeah. could take a lot more damage. I was dishing out a, a bit more damage too, which was nice. So I actually spent like a good portion one night. I was like, I could go explore or I could just kind of farm these rune arcs by helping people out. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I had a great time doing that. Um, yeah. And, and so, yeah, I agree with you. I don't know what can come along and be as satisfying as this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might, I feel bad for everything that's coming out around now. Um, yeah i already feel bad for horizon forbidden west yeah uh, like and we have some games that you're gonna mention right now for the rest of the month that it's just it's nuts i was i'm super excited about these games but also yeah and like i want to pull this up because i i do want to also talk about different games this month but like (laughs) shit (laughs) yeah um it's not gonna be easy um like i know triangle strategy came out but honestly who's got the time (laughs) <laughs> yep. who's got the time um but we have next week we have we tunic have, yep we have tunic coming out and we have stranger of paradise stranger of paradise final fantasy origin uh which has like if you pre-order you get like a three-day early head start but mm-hmm. even if i did get that i don't know if i'll be done with elden ring in time i was hoping to be done but i haven't uh played the last two days yeah. uh, we also have and i feel bad for tunic uh, and like here's the thing tunic when you played that demo and you streamed it out, it was like a Souls like kind of, or maybe yes. even a Souls like in, mm-hmm. in what that game was. And like same thing with Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Like it has that those same elements. It it, it has its own style. Uh, yeah, I I am excited for how chaotic that game is gonna be. <laughs> like I'm I'm actually thoroughly excited. <laughs> um, but like when you're coming off of Elden Ring, like I don't know. What's that going to be like? We also got Ghostwire Tokyo. We've got Kirby uh, and Forgotten Land. Did you try that? No, you didn't try that demo out because we were playing Elden Ring. Um, you got Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Yeah, all games then, that I'm excited to try and play, but yeah. I have to. Because the reality yeah. is, is 
<clears throat> if I'm not right now, if I'm not playing Elden Ring, I'm thinking about Elden Ring. Yes. Right. It's and a disease. So, it's true. Yeah. And so I need to get it done before I can even consider playing other games. Honestly, I mean the one saving grace is then April comes and it's pretty light. Yeah. And so there 13, will be time. Yeah. Thirteen Sentinels drops on the Switch. It's not something I I have it on the PS4, but I think it's a perfect Switch I have, game. I have it on PS4 yeah. as well. Yeah. I never um, I haven't booted it up yet. Yeah. I did. I was enjoying it, and then mm. it was around the time uh, <clears throat> my wife was pregnant. A bunch of other mm. games were out, um, so I kind of took a backseat. But yeah, like you got that, you got Nintendo Switch Sports, and I hope April stays quiet because I would love to start talking more Horizon, more Destiny to yeah. like actually go back yeah. and finish those. Um, you know, we were talking in the maybe even before the pre-show, like I want to actually be able to play through my backlog this year and not just keep buying games at full price and just like <laughs> you just move on to the next thing or something doesn't hit as well as you wanted it to. Um, and so, uh, you know, hopefully we'll have. I'm guessing one more week of Elden Ring talk, uh, and then you know I'll try the I'll try to check out that Kirby demo and um, the Strangers uh, a Paradise just put it, uh, and then just jumping ahead into news a little bit, but they put out a demo on PS5, PS4, and the Xbox consoles uh, that carries over to the full game. So yep. you know it'd be cool to uh, check that out as well. And so get a feel while we're here, let's get right into the news. Uh, yeah. Let's start it off. We've got story GTA 5, PS5, and Xbox Series X remaster offers a mix of 4K, 60 frames per second, and ray tracing. Um, you know, I think it's a big deal. I think it's important that they came out and talked about exactly what these enhancements were going to be. The reality is, is that after the, that uh, collection that they just released and it being such a disaster. Um, yeah, it yeah. still sold well, which is nuts. Right. And so they came out, they gave information. GTA 5's fidelity mode is tuned for the highest visual quality. It targets 30 frames per second and will run at native 4K resolution with ray tracing enabled. Uh, on the series, that's on the PS5 and Series X. On the Series S, fidelity mode will deliver upscaled 4K resolution. Um, as far as the game's performance mode, it's tuned for the most responsive gameplay experience and targets 60 frames. On PS5 and Series X, the 60 frames per second gameplay will run at upscaled 4K resolution while the Series S version runs at 1080p resolution. Now, performance ray tracing mode is exclusive to PS5 and Xbox Series X. It delivers a hybrid of the previously mentioned mode, modes with upscaled 4K resolution, ray tracing, and a 60 frames per second target, which is probably what I would play at if yeah. I was going to play this. Um, I yeah. don't so I feel thought any this need. Would be a Free yes. So I was gonna say I don't have any real any real need to replay GTA Five and go back to it, but even more so now considering that these next gen expanded enhanced treatments are won't be free upgrades. Both titles will be cheaper at launch, uh, but not free. So according to pricing on the Xbox Game Store, the Xbox Series X version of Grand Theft Auto Five, which includes Grand Theft Auto Online, is thirty nine ninety nine. However, the current generation version is on sale for $19.99, and the standalone version of Grand Theft Auto Online costs $19.99, but is also 50% off in the next three months, so $9.99. On the PlayStation Store, Grand Theft Auto V for PS5 is listed for pre-order for just $10, and that discount is available until June 14th. Now, I wonder and if this is because of kind of the cross-promotion that they have been doing hard yeah. with PlayStation 5. Yeah, uh, I believe I it was they announced this at the PS5 reveal event. 
wasn't it? Yes, I believe yeah. that is correct. And so the games are going to launch on current consoles on March 15th. Uh, yeah, I listen. I, I I can't believe this isn't a free upgrade for current yeah. owners. Um, but they know they can get away with it. And like, yeah. here's the thing. I never finished GTA 5. And even a part of me was like, well, for 20 bucks, I could. <laughs> I could play this again. Uh, mm. And then I was like, am I really going to play it? And with everything else on my plate, probably not. Yeah. Uh, 20 bucks is 50% off. This is how they get me. This is how they get me. <laughs> next story, World of Warcraft's next expansion and mobile spinoff will be revealed this spring. So uh, this is going to basically replace the Biz- BlizzCon online, which I think we talked about months ago, right? On this podcast that it being yeah. canceled. And so the next expansions for World of Warcraft and Hearthstone and a new mobile game set in the Warcraft universe will be revealed over the next three months. Blizzard Entertainment said in a blog post on Monday. Um, I Blizzard's just, post titled Save the Date, the Future of Warcraft is part of the developer's new approach to the hype cycle. They previously canceled BlizzCon 2022, which we already talked about. And, you know, at the same time, Activision Blizzard is still dealing with a whole bunch of yeah. issues. I... None of what they're going to be talking about is stuff that I'm excited for, if I'm being 100% honest. I, I'm I, curious I, about what the mobile game is going to be. Like, the Hearthstone and always, the WoW expansion, eh. Here's my thing with the mobile games, is mobile games come out, they look cool, I'm always like, I'm going to try that, and then I download it, I maybe play it for like 45 minutes the first time or whatever, and then I never touch it again because I'm just not, those just aren't the experiences I want on yeah. the go, right? Like, I... I, unless it has controller support, then it's different. Or unless it's Legends of Runeterra. That's like the one exception. <laughs> uh, but I, I just... Played I, a, I played a ton of Hearthstone um, mm. on mobile. But um, yeah, that got pricey very fast. <laughs> uh, I was just like, if you wanted to be up in the meta, like there was a new expansion like every three months or something. It was insane. Can, um, you, can you craft with cards in... You can. You can uh, okay. Which was helpful, but then you needed like... Five of the new legendaries. and <laughs> you didn't have yeah. enough currency yeah. to do so. I um, will say that Legends of Runeterra, they have their PVE mode, and it gives you a lot of progress towards uh, cards and crafting materials and stuff like that. So I have not nice. spent yeah. a lot of money on that. But yeah, so no, are you are you excited? Are you going to play the next World of Warcraft expansion? I mean, no, I'm not playing the next yeah. World of expansion. But like for me, it's about the mobile spinoff. I'm curious what Blizzard does because mm-hmm. like. Uh, I, it might set a future for like what Microsoft can do in the mobile space as well. If Blizzard mm-hmm. has uh, a nice grasp of that space, and you know they got a big release with Hearthstone on mobile, which is great. So I'm kind of curious what comes next for World of Warcraft because they really haven't done much with what uh, the WoW universe. Um, like the the Warcraft Three remaster was it, or am I imagining that? And I just want to know what what's going on with that Diablo, <laughs> like the Diablo yeah, mobile the, game. Yeah, what is it, Diablo Immortal? Right? Is that that's yeah. the the mobile game? Yeah, that's the thing. Is that there's a ton of announcements I want to hear from from Blizzard, and but just none of them are the three they mentioned here. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm just for me personally, I'm not super excited about this. I want to know about what's going on with the two Diablo games being Diablo 4 and Diablo Immortal. And Diablo Immortal seems like the kind of thing that I could play on my phone, right? Just yeah. 
get in, get a little run going in, get a, get some loot here, maybe do a dungeon, half dungeon, something like that, and kind of do that hit and run gameplay. And then I want to know about Overwatch 2. Like, that's the stuff right now that I'm excited from them about, and that's what I want to hear about. As far as, you know, what's going to come next, I can tell you what's coming next in TV, and that's the God of War TV series, which is reportedly in the works with Amazon. Uh, Sony is not shy about the fact that they are, and they talked about this, that they are going all in on multimedia projects with their IPs. And so a God of War, God of War live action TV show is reporting in the works, according to a story at Deadline. And Amazon is negotiating for rights to the show to go to Prime Video. Uh, the Expanse creators and executive producer Mark Fergus and Hawk Osby, as well as the Wheel of Time executive producer and showrunner Rafe Judkins, are said to be involved in the development or involved in the product. And of course, Sony Productions and Sony Pictures Television will be included in development too. Um, we're seeing just a ton of video game adaptations now and going forward. I mean, we had already seen the floodgates kind of open up when we got Detective Pikachu. We got the Sonic movie. And it was the first time that I can remember where we started getting these movies and they weren't terrible, yeah. right? Like these adaptations were actually pretty good. I'm glad and you now, out Ratchet and Clank. And now we're getting... I like Ratchet and Clank. I, don't yeah, I know you do. <laughs> and Halo on uh, Paramount Plus is coming. This month. And sure. then uh, Cuphead just got an animated series that released. Me and my daughter sat and binged through the whole first season. And it was awesome. That animation is so cool. And it is uh, surprisingly kid-friendly, which, which was nice to be able to sit there and watch it with her. Um, and then we've got... You know, Uncharted just came out. That came out, right? It's in theaters now. Yeah. Yeah. We've got The Last of Us TV show coming from HBO. Like, like I said, Sony is not shy at all about their want and and need to go multimedia with all of their IPs. And that's actually part of the reason that Bungie cited being acquired is that Sony was already doing this and Bungie wants to get in on it as well. And I don't know. It, it's, we'll it's, finally it's, understand the destiny. Like. Yeah, there's no shot. As, uh, as long as these keep coming out and there's money and, and care put behind it, like I, I'm all for it, you know? Um, I even forgot, you know, we had Castlevania, which was fantastic on Netflix. Like, And I think Adi Shankar is doing Devil May Cry as well. Yep. And so the... There's already proof of concept out there. Yeah, these can work if done right, and so uh, I'm excited. I think oh, God of War. Hopefully, they're as good as that Doom movie with The Rock. Oh my God, <laughs> I listen honestly. The floor right now, for the most part, in my eyes, is that newest Mortal Kombat, and I liked it. I thought it was fun. Right? If we get at that least was a that, a good home movie. <laughs> yes, I think if we get at least that. I think I'm cool with this stuff continuing to, yeah. you know, branch out going forward. All right. I just wonder, does God of War have much of a story? <laughs> like, well, I mean, you just like, do, you, if you do current God of War storyline, you just, you're just doing a, another Norse like storyline. I think you can yeah. absolutely do what they have going on right now and be fine. I, I think I you lose some of the past, but I, I can, I still kind of felt like Ragnarok was a bit light on story. 
Ragnarok's not out yet. I meant Ragnarok. The, God of War. The, the God of yeah. War. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. But I think you could do it. I think the universe is there. Uh, I mean, we'll see. We'll it's going to be... It's going to be The Rock playing Kratos. <laughs> Do you smell oh, what Kratos is cooking? <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny is he... Did we talk about it last week on the podcast? He had mentioned that he is working on like a video game property right now. Uh, but I hasn't Gears of War. said what it is. I hope it's Gears of War. Um, Him and Dave Batista should just fight. <laughs> Gears of War 6. On to our next story. Gotham Knights finally has a release date. I can't believe it, it does. <laughs> and it is October 25th. Um, finally. <laughs> I I don't know how I feel about this game. I am very very excited for this game because I I like the Batman games that have come out recently from Warner Brothers uh games. I even liked the Oh, what was the one? Batman Arkham Origins? Origins? Yeah. yeah. I even like that one, the the one non-Rocksteady one. And I think that there is a uh, a hole that needs to be filled with bat content <laughs> right now. And I just haven't seen enough of this. And the fact that it is uh, campaign co-op, I'm just curious of, as to how that is going to work uh, in the kind of style of combat that they've already done in their past games. And so, I don't know. Uh, this game also, you know, being delayed, uh, and obviously a lot of games are being delayed. I, I just, I don't, this and honestly, as excited as I am for Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, I'm just very nervous about yeah, how they're going to turn out. I, I feel like they'll be... I want them to be great. Yes. You know, I want them I want them to come and be like we're like, wow, you know, Elden Ring was fantastic, but this <laughs> this this, yeah. this blew my expectations. Right. You know, like we're up there like that's what I'm expecting out of Rocksteady. Because like mm-hmm. those Arkham games for the most part were part of those conversations. Those games were great mm-hmm. and redefined the genre. So I hope this is just not like a co op Arkham game. At the end of the day, uh, I, I mean, I think that something... I think that is what it's going to be. <sighs> I, I, hope I, I, to it. I just hope that it's not a co-op Arkham game live service. Which is what I'm nervous about. What was the other one? There's this and there's... And Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Which, I can never remember which one is the live service game. I think it's this one. It's this one? I think so. But, but maybe not. This article says that the Games campaign will support cooperative multiplayer for two. Okay. I thought it was cooperative multiplayer for three when they announced this. So, oh, maybe they're wrong. Let's hope. I don't know. But anyway, moving on. Class action lawsuit targets NBA 2K's microtransaction. I, there, I, honestly, there to, I am shocked this hasn't happened earlier. And that's I was about to say is is this like the hundredth class action lawsuit against these microtransactions because they've been brutal forever. Yeah. Uh, I've never t- seen a game nickel and dime its player base so much it's so, and still sell a, a crazy amount. It's so brutal. It really is. I, I'm not big on this. The person I game share with, they love these games, and so they picked them up. And I tried to dabble in them, and immediately it was like, 
Your not even sucks. <laughs> like, your player hey, sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And but you can you can spend money, make them better, right? Yeah. And it's it's more than just like EA Sports Ultimate Team, which it is one thing, right? Yeah. Um. It's it's so much worse than that, in my opinion. And so, it looks like that Take Two Interactive, the parent company of Two K Sports and publisher of NBA Two K Twenty Two, have been sued by an Illinois parent over the the manner in which the game handles random draws and. And actually, they're suing, and it's popular, My Team, which is like the mm-hmm. uh, EA Sports Ultimate Team modes. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the case alleges unfair, deceptive, and unlawful practices, including illegal gambling practices. I I, I don't think this, law school, this lawsuit's going to end up going anywhere, but uh, I think that the, the surprising thing, like you said, is that this is the first time that this has happened and yeah. not the hundredth time. That it took this long for somebody to say, hey, let's see if we can nickel and dime them <laughs> through a lawsuit. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's bad. Uh, I've actually, I've seen, I've like, I've played some of these games from time to time. Like, I might skip a year or two, but like, every time I go in, I'm just like, let me try the career mode. And then it's just like, my guy can't hit a shot because his skills are too slow. And I'm like, yep. this is bullshit. And like, they sell those like, multiple versions of this game and like it comes with vc which is like their virtual currency credit yeah um for improvements and like things you can buy and it's just it's 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 too much like i i always shocks me like how much the gaming community is so against microtransactions and they seem to come around to it but like when it comes to the 2k series it's just so blatant it's like mm-hmm. in my eyes it's and even for the longest time, like the online in these 2K games was trash at launch for yep. a number of years. I don't know if it's improved or not, but I remember I tried to play online and like it was just it was just lag. I couldn't even honestly play a game online. Um, I don't know if it's gotten better in recent years, but yeah, it's it's kind of nuts. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping at least this draws enough eyes and we can actually get some legislation around these loot boxes uh, in these online games. Speaking of online games, Halo Infinite co-op won't launch with Season 2. So they came out and announced that the Halo Infinite, the, the roadmap going forward is that the co-op mode will launch during Season 2, although not at launch, and that Forge won't be coming until Season 3. Um, this is kind of a bummer. I, I think I still love halo infinite and i think as a as straight up what it released as was an amazing game and our game of the year last year yeah uh, for the site but i think that it is it not it's too long to not have co-op yeah right like it's i mean um, it's already six months wait for season two yes so, i mean like six months for new multiplayer maps for like what people were hoping would be co-op uh dropping yep. uh in may just like not happening um i know there were some forge leaks and that uh, drummed up a lot of excitement but seeing that game yeah back. and we don't I, know I, we don't know how long the season three wait is on top well of that. It, no it looks like actually that it does look like uh so august they're saying august that? is the earliest okay. of season is when season three will launch so they did talk about that previously that that this first season is an anomaly it being as long as it is Going forward, I think they want all of the um, all the seasons will be three month long seasons, so it fits in line with 
the length of a Fortnite or a Apex Legends season. Um, but yeah, it is it is a bummer. That being said, I should be done with Elden Ring by May <laughs> and be down to you know by yeah. May June, and I would be down to run through co-op again. So I am super excited about this, and that's why it's a bummer is because I am super super uh, excited for to play again and play in co-op. I just want to see the ways where we can break that game in co-op, you know, and what it's like to be grappling around in that open world with another person. Someone's going to figure out a way to like launch, uh, launch a warthog across the map to the <laughs> final area and just like yeah. beat the game in five minutes. <laughs> well, from co-op not coming right at the start at, of season two to a delay some six months out let me see what month are we in three yeah march yeah and so uh forespoken has been delayed to october 11th in order to give luminous productions more time to polish this game our vision for this nice our vision for this exciting new ip is to deliver a game world and hero that gamers across the globe will want to experience for years to come so getting it right is extremely important to us luminous production said in a statement of players to that end, during the next few months, we will focus all of our efforts on polishing the game. I can't wait for you all to experience Freya's journey this fall. I, you know, we can talk about it now. This was one of the stories we have. Actually, the very next story we have coming up. Now let's go ahead and get into it, actually. Yeah. Uh, so it's a it's a bummer that this is getting delayed all the way out to October. I was actually looking forward to playing this uh, in May. and But if they need more time, they need more time. Now... That brings us to probably the biggest story uh, for this week is prior to <laughs> well so prior to us I mean this week was kind of a slow news week yeah. prior to us hopping on today Sony had its PlayStation State of Play and they told us ahead of time that it was only going to run around twenty minutes which yeah. I was like okay well we're not going to expect a ton of stuff there you know and they did say they were going to focus mostly on. Uh, some stuff that we already knew was coming and Japanese studios. What I didn't expect is how much they were going to show that I didn't know was coming. And they kicked it off right away with uh, Exo Primal. Now, this trailer opens up and they talk about the forecast for today, you know, for dinosaurs today. And then there's just dinosaurs pouring out of the sky. I see the Capcom logo logo, and I start to wonder, as I'm sure most people did, is this a new Dino Crisis? Like, what are we, what are we getting here? Instead, what it looks like is some Earth Defense Force Lost Planet type yep. horde shooter. If, Except if, if, if the title of this was Dino Crisis, I would have been pissed because Dino Crisis what is like Resident Evil. It's a survival exactly survival horror. horror. Yep. Yeah. Whereas, this is just Earth Defense Force up to ass. Yes. Yes. And so this looks like one of those things. This does not like to me. This does not look good. And don't get me wrong, Earth Defense Force can be fun. And I've seen a lot of people who like love those games and stuff like that because it is dumb fun and dumb cock. And that kind of looks like what it's going for here, but. Man, did I not enjoy how Anything, it looked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nothing about this. I was like, 
the dinosaurs look nice, but everything else looks yeah, ridiculous. But, but even so, like, how tired is it going to be when you see the same dinosaur model for the and, millionth time? And right? that's why like, I, I wasn't a big fan of Earth Defense Force. Yeah. Um, that game was also very confusing to me. And there was giant bugs, um, which I did not like. But there's also giant bugs in Elden Ring, which I do not like. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this... Yeah, unless this the, comes to Game Pass. No, this is Sony. It's coming to PS4, PS5 sometime in 2023. Yep. I don't know. Um, the dinosaurs look cool. I, there's, that's there's all no, I really have to yes, say. <laughs> there's, no way, there's no way we're playing this. I mean, never say never, but yeah. there's no way. Yeah. Uh, next thing they showed off was they showed off more of, and this article is a little bit out of order, They're so I'm trying to remember. Yeah. yeah. So, but they showed off a little bit more of Forspoken. Now, at this point, we had already known that the game was being delayed, and it's shocking because this game looks phenomenal every time they show yeah, it. Yeah. This game looks so cool. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I still don't know how this game is going to feel to play, but. They showed off so much more in this trailer. They showed off this like spirit surfboard that you're riding around in and she's hopping all over the place and she's fighting these massive enemy types. And the one thing that kind of makes me hesitant when it comes to this game is how empty the world looks otherwise. I get um, but... That being said, I, I am very, very, like, I don't know what it is about this game. There's just something so cool about it, if that's the right word. Like, it has, it has I, a style. It has a style, yes. Moves. There, it's so um, stylish. Yeah. That uh, I, like, I'm actually super excited for this, and, and this made me more excited than I was before. And, like, I know Square announced, like, the studio, I think, is Luminous Productions from yeah. Squares. It's just, like, I've been excited to see what they were up to. And, and and Square, even last generation has, they have, gr they do great combat. Like they've done very exciting things. With like, if you look at Kingdom Hearts three, if you look at Final Fantasy fifteen, I'm not saying the combat in Kingdom Hearts is great here, but like they have a great like whatever engine they're using. Yes, they make great games. They have great style to, to yeah. what they're doing. Um, yep. those, I'll agree. Kingdom Hearts they, three they have and fifteen, like like. They're pushing the consoles in a way that I don't think, uh, graphically speaking, mm -hmm. that I don't think a lot of other studios are, uh, which is uh, kind of like why I like gravitating to them. I'm not a really big graphics person, but they do it really well where I can't help but be excited. Yep. Um, but so, yeah, like if they need more time to polish for this game, then so be it. You know, like I'd rather have a great playing game than something that's glitchy, especially when it's a new IP. You want, yeah. It look, you this want doesn't look cheap. And you want to make sure it lands and sells. A hundred percent. Agree. A hundred percent. Speaking of games with style, we got the launch trailer for Ghostwire Tokyo, which oh, I think we mentioned right. earlier is already so, releasing. Not Stranger of Paradise? Uh, we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> next. Is uh, releasing on March 22nd. I thought it was March 25th. I it was yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if there's like an early version for this too, depending on what um, version you get. Anyway, yeah, there's nothing new here. It just shows off more of the trailer. I and some like of the I story. Said, I am. Uh, I'm. But yeah, I, I. I'm excited for this game. I, I'm very. Uh, this is another one where I'm very curious as to how it'll actually play. If it'll actually be fun. If it won't get repetitive. Um, 
but yeah, it looks like it's the 25th. That yeah, the deluxe edition is three days. Three days earlier. earlier. Okay, yeah. see, that's why it's twenty six. Yeah. Yep. Um, and thank yeah. you, Elden Ring, for making me not want to buy deluxe edition. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, very excited about this. I, I, I will should by all accounts be done Elden Ring by the time this releases, and and we'll have some opinions on this um, immediately after. All right, let's talk about Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Uh, it's another one of those trailers like the game is out next next week week after uh, next friday 15? yes next week next yeah next friday uh, March if you 18th. pre-order you get it three days early again okay it doesn't matter what doesn't matter what um version you get though so um yeah i just don't i was already like kind of iffy uh, about this game as it were i this game is amazing i don't know how you release a game like this in the style of a Soulsborne this close to Elden Ring. I, even if I was done Elden Ring right now, I don't know how you play these type of games that close together. You know what I so, mean? So I think when I played the, when they first announced this game and they put out that demo and I played it, I think it's different enough because um, the way it handles magic, the way it does the class system, uh, it, it's different enough. It, like it, it isn't that Soulsborne vein, but it's not exactly one of those. I hope... Uh, like I even filled out the survey. I hope they toned down the boss battle because the boss battle at the end of that demo was just too frustrating. And like um, I ran into that same issue with Neo uh, and Neo Two, where it's just like Neo Two is just such a technical game that if you're not doing like the Kai pulses and stuff on time or you know your entire move set, it just becomes too much. And I, like the Souls games, at least have a simplicity to them uh, in terms of the actual gameplay. And that's what I kind of liked about Stranger of Paradise. There is a little bit of complexity there, but I don't think it's as bad as Neo. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping, uh, you know, I put wrap up Elden Ring. Maybe I jump into this um, just because I've been excited to mess around with this. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, let's see. They put out a demo as well, which progress carrying over to the full game. Uh, if you decide to uh, play through that, uh, which I might check out and maybe stream. There's also co-op, Rob. There's also co-op in this game. So that's the other thing is that uh, there is a demo out now uh, on all platforms, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And the progress carries over, and yeah, the there is co-op in it. So let's let's try the demo, and then we'll go from there. I won't completely write it off yet. Uh, next story that I think is worth more than a few words is Returnal is getting an update called Returnal Ascension. It adds a a new area which is a huge tower that you have to work your way up floor by floor so and it adds co-op uh to to the game rob i i can't i we we beat returnal you yeah know? i'm done we, we, i'm not going back i i i but but co-op i don't know yeah i don't know you, you uh, it, it actually this right yeah, exactly. It had me thinking maybe I'll gamefly it again <laughs> because, yeah, co-op. It could be a fun stream. Like, yeah. I mean, th th what, this game was, what, four on our list for Game of the Year? Yes. It was, yeah. it was, it was very high. It was up there. I mean, it was a fantastic game. It's just, and there, there seems to be, like, story elements to this. There seems to be more. But, like, when I, when you watch the trailer, but when I learned it, it's kind of like a survival or yeah. type thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's a challenge tower, basically. Yeah. But the idea of co-op, 
and be and like this is the thing with uh the Elden Ring. It's like being able to have someone just hold the aggro so you can get a second to breed sounds <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> but so many of these enemies sh shoot all over the place. I don't even know if how much that will help. But yeah, I'm excited to see what impressions are of this. Yeah. All right, let's wrap up uh some of these other stories because I don't have a ton to say about them. We're getting they showed off Gundam Evolution, which is uh a game that was announced last year for the PC, but it's also coming to PS4, PS5 later this year. It's a free-to-play multiplayer shooter set in the Gundam universe. I it looks cool. Like I, I think it looks so bad, but like, I mean like the Gundams look cool. I mean the Gundams <laughs> look cool. What, what, I agree. What I mean. the gun, yeah, the Gundams <laughs> look cool. But the actual gameplay footage, it it no. it looks like a really bad free-to-play. It reminds me this. of that Ghost in the Shell game that kind of released uh a few years ago that then it wasn't very good. Uh, yeah, the next not look great. Next thing we're getting is a TMNT, the Cowabunga collection. This collection includes 13 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games from 8-bit and 16-bit consoles releases to handheld games to arcade classics and will be out later in 2022. Um, there's some really bad games <laughs> in this collection and there are some really great games in this collection. The one problem I have, though, is that these even the really great games are very much games that you're like oh i love this as a kid and then you play like mm, 25 minutes and you're like oh okay i'm never gonna play this again <laughs> part of the reason i loved it as a kid is because it was difficult and i had to keep pumping in quarters but when you can sit there and just pick continue after continue yeah. then it kind of like loses some of its luster my cousin uh, had tournament fighters for snes I remember we really enjoyed playing that. Actually, uh, Race's brother had it, and then Race was a baby at that time, so uh, we had to all pretend to go to sleep, and so Race could go to bed, <laughs> so then we could play the violent fighting game. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, they also showed off Gigabash, which is a sure. kaiju party brawler, is what it kind of looks like. Yeah. Uh, a remaster of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle. That uh, is it a remaster? Yes, it released oh. back in 2013, and it's a massively updated version with 50 playable characters. Uh, so they added new characters to it as well. Okay, I was gonna say because it's, I know there's a new JoJo character in mm -hmm. there, the girl. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't, I don't watch the show, but uh, at least yeah. know it generally what it is. So I was like, I thought, so I thought it was new. So uh, it's neat, and neat if you're a JoJo fan, I guess. There's also, yeah, but sorry, anime fighters are, for the unless they're Dragon Ball, unless they're being done by, yeah, unless they're being yeah. done by uh, Arxis, yeah, Arxis. then like, you know. Uh, they all showed off Trek to Yomi, this which looks, cool. looks very, very cool, although I think I'm more into the art style of the game than what looks like the actual combat in it. There's something stiff about the combat like you're watching the trailer right now it's yeah it's this part right here when like that when the way he like blocks the and just the stop and go kind of uh, yeah it, it, jagged it's not movement. stop motion but it's oh, like it almost yeah, feels like it yeah what it feels like is it feels like you're playing through clay <laughs> yeah it feels like a, a game in the in in the limbo or yeah uh, below like in inside, that engine yeah. inside yeah sorry not below inside in that engine right if that makes any sense um 
but stylistically, it's very, very cool. And so, I'm, again, this is another one where I'm interested in seeing how it actually plays and what impressions are of it um, before I think I hop into that. Now, to close it out, they had what I think is such lackluster showings to close it out. First yeah. off, they all looked like they were running on PlayStation 3s. And I, I just, I could not care less. They, they showed off what's called the Diofield Chronicle, which is essentially Final Fantasy Tactics, except it's not. Is it, is so, it, I thought this was more front mission than uh, it's, tactics. Because it's kind of like real time. Yes, but then the map design, you're that map design yeah. screams like a modern Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. The but triangle, it, triangle strategy is the tactics. Is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then they also showed off Valkyrie Elysium. Uh, this... It's a new Valkyrie profile game, but like, it this it, looks this does not look good. It looks empty. Yeah, it looks empty. It's ugly and muddy. It is. It's the I, characters I are stiff. Like I can't tell if it is early. Um. What it? I I guess they uh, they didn't they didn't announce like a release date or anything like that on this like a time frame. Uh, it I think it looks so bad, man. Uh, yeah, I was, I was like, oh, it's. It's an action RPG, but it doesn't look all that enticing. Like no, yeah. It, what did they say? A date on there? Did that look like uh, what's her name from Forspoken at the end? <laughs> it does. It looks like Freya or Frey yeah. at the it, end. It, I don't think it is. And, uh, and th the funny part was, this is not the only game to have some really weird like teaser at the end of its trailer that nobody understood that nobody understood <laughs> yes exactly yeah well, i mean I, may, primal, well, yeah one? maybe yes exactly yeah. yeah i mean like you said it's a new valkyrie profile game so maybe that for valkyrie profile fans maybe that means something but i yeah. doesn't do anything for me uh like all in all this was a very weird playstation state of play i i don't think it was except for the the ending i don't think it was bad i just think it was oh, kind right. of whatever yeah, yeah so, so uh, two things i think so it's like square is doing a lot of these smaller type yeah. games that are not for everybody which is cool because yep. if you're into yep. them that's neat like yep. uh that like dialfield chronicles uh, chronicle there's something there that like i really like but they then do the entire thing where it's just like these nations and empires with these weird ass hyphenated names and it's just like <laughs> i don't want to sit through a history lesson yeah just, just sim simplify it it doesn't need to be um it doesn't need to be crazy um yeah. with its background and story like you could build up to it just don't throw it all at me at once um like that's cool and like the second thing i noticed was it kind of feels like square enix is almost a first party studio for sony at this point um because a lot of this was it just said ps5 ps4 um yeah i mean i i i i, I, let me I check I, my mailbox there just to be sure yeah i do wonder if some of this maybe just because of whatever marketing deal they have is coming to other platforms but wasn't oh, no, it, it is so dial field yeah. uh checking the press release now dial field yeah. is coming to series x one yeah switch and yeah. steam later this year but it it i will say that it does seem like all of the co-marketing for square enix games is with sony at this at this point uh, yeah, especially Val with their Japanese studios, like Valkyrie Elysium is PS4, PS5, and Steam. Okay. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, I think that the games that I already thought looked good looked great. Um, 
I think it's weird to have, and I, I, I get it, right? These games are releasing soon and they have partners and they have co-marketing deals. So they want to get some hype behind them. I just don't know if a state of play is where you pit the launch trailer for Ghostwire Tokyo or Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy. Like, I feel like you could have just put those trailers in a Twitter post and it would have mm. had the same effect. Actually, it probably would have had a better effect than pinning out a state of play where people have whether higher expectations. Yeah, whether reasonable yeah. or not, they have higher expectations. I, yeah, and honestly, like hearing Japanese studio end in single square games being mm. announced and not ending on Final Fantasy. I know probably setting Final Fantasy for whatever right. their E three thing is at yeah. this point. But I, I mean they see well, that. The, the reality is they showed way more than I thought they were going to in twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh, and so and I don't mind these twenty minute Yeah you know bangers quick hits i just wish they were and there was just half of it i just either did not care about or thought looked really really bad and so i think when you are only 20 minutes i think it has to be super clean super tight and and impressive in my opinion uh all right last story for this week nintendo delayed the release of advance wars one and two reboot camp on wednesday um being today in light of recent world events we have made the decision to delay advance wars one and two reboot camp which which was originally scheduled to release on nintendo switch on april 8th nintendo said on its twitter account please stay tuned for updates on a new release date um you know this makes a lot of sense yeah i think that especially for nintendo and the reputation they have and the persona they have and, and the way that people view nintendo like yes even though this is cartoony graphics awful ones by the way i don't know if i've said it eight million times on this <laughs> podcast awful uh, art style it still has players engaging in turn-based battles using info infantry artillery and vehicles yeah. like tanks and helicopters which We're taking cities and, yeah, yeah which is what we're seeing now you know yeah. um over in ukraine and so this this makes a a ton of sense um honestly if pushing it to the summer you know if that's the right time to release it yeah not a bad idea also not for nothing but they've got a game coming out in two or three weeks anyway yeah and so it it makes sense to space them apart i don't don't think this is going to hurt them at all yeah and it probably actually ends up strengthening their year because we're, we're talking about a more regular cadence hopefully from them Yep. Uh, going forward. Um, yeah. And that wraps up the news. And that will end oh, this cool. week's podcast. I, real quick, <laughs> good job, producer. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I totally went to the free show account. <laughs> I just want to say that, you know, every week I mention how we're, going, we're trying to stream more often and how to make sure you have notifications on because we are kind of erratic with it. I, this past week, have finally been living up to that. I have streamed more often. I streamed, I think it was Sunday and Monday. I actually thought about streaming last night as well, but thought that Blah was going to have Gloomhaven, but then, of yeah. course, he was dealing with sick family, so yeah. that didn't happen. But uh, I will probably be streaming tomorrow night, and I'm going to try to be more regular Still, nevertheless, because I don't have a set time, because I can't with the two knuckleheads I have running around here, 
and being able to spend time with my wife so she doesn't leave me, make sure to have notifications on and follow the channel. Follow all our socials. You can follow me at SunnyVice20, S-U-N-N-Y-V-I-C-E-2-0 across all social medias. Uh, Bilal, why don't you let them know where they can follow the site? Uh, yeah, you guys can uh, go over to theworkprint.com. We have uh, a lot of great content going up. Uh, I was uh, on our Slack channel today. Christian's got like a schedule. He's like managing the shit of the site. Oh yeah, the site's uh, pumping out like a ton of content lately. Uh, there's a ton of content coming out on the site uh, and interviews. He just, um, did this not update properly? Um, yeah, there was an interview he did for Space... Uh, yeah, there we go. Why was that outdated content? He did a Space Bastards Volume 2 review and talked with uh, the creators of uh, that. Uh, there's a podcast uh, of that available on the WorkPrint podcast stream available on all your favorite podcast uh, streaming platforms. Uh, you know, we got thoughts on Love is Blind Season 2, the show that Rob loves uh, from Rebecca Wang. And then uh, Josh Spear is also recapping and reviewing uh, Endgame over on NBC. And uh, other Rob uh, Kajowski is uh, reviewing Our Flag Means Death, the new Taika YTD piracy show, <laughs> the, the pirate show uh, over on HBO, HBO Max. Uh, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot out there uh, that they're throwing up, um, which, is, which is impressive. Um, and so they're really revitalizing the site over there so definitely go check out that content i'll check out the new podcast interviews that christian has been doing um yeah and then you can also find everything we're up to on our socials on on twitter facebook and instagram at the work print uh and then over on twitch as rob had mentioned um yeah catch our streams give us a follow uh, subscribe if you can uh over uh at the work print on twitch uh we'll probably I imagine there'll be more Elden Ring in the next week. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, maybe we'll, if there's time, we can uh, find some time to do uh, Strangers, if there's co-op in that demo, and uh, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. And uh, I did want to stream out that Kirby demo, because uh, I do, do want to check that out. I've heard good things. Um, and then we'll... Do you know Tunic is coming to Game Pass? I, I can't remember. I think I Tunic I is. I think Death Door wasn't. Tunic was. You know, Death Door eventually came. It will not be a game. Oh, pass. it's not going to be a game pass. Ugh. That's okay. Yeah. It got cute foxes earned my $20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I will probably be streaming more Eldering uh, maybe tomorrow. And come watch me suffer in in the best possible way. Although I will say the one thing I did like is that the first day was me suffering. And then the second day was I went in and was just helping other people out in their world. So I was showing some of the earlier game content. And that was like almost a relaxing stream for me. Like just a real chill, mellow out stream. So uh, I, I, come hang out. It's fun. It was funny because after we finished that boss fight, uh, Mike, uh, Matt and I uh, finished that boss fight. We're like, oh, let's go check Rob's stream. And like, as soon as we all tuned in, you beat the boss, <laughs> which came and, and, and like, it was exciting because like Rob had one hit left and he just whiffed like five, five magic attacks in a row after taking like yeah. a massive hit mm -hmm. that nearly wiped them out. So those Elden Ring streams are fun. Um, definitely come check those out. And uh, yeah, no, um, 
hopefully we'll have some good news about my streaming setup in the near future. So fingers crossed uh, on all that. So once I can have a nice office space back again, uh, definitely <laughs> can stream out more. It's it, it, it's rough out here for a dad. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Tell me about it. I, I'm not going to turn the camera now, but TJ literally plays like right here. So there are times when I'm streaming where I have to, you can see me mute the mic, look over to my right. And I am just like <laughs> railing into him for how loud he's getting while he's playing over there. Um, but anyway, yeah. As always, oh, uh, and hopefully we get Gloomhaven back on track uh, next week. I know it's been three weeks without it, um, but uh, hopefully we can get it going again next week. Uh, hoping no one is sick, nothing comes up. Uh, so fingers crossed. Just keep a, a eye on the Instagram feed um, for that. As always, thank you guys so much for joining us live, who are listening to this after the fact. Thank you for hitting up with us when you guys do and for coming out to the stream. I've been seeing more and more people come, not just to the podcast, but to our game streams and hanging out. This is way more fun when you guys are here as well and involved. And so thank you guys for taking time out, supporting us. Bilal, thank you, even though you're not feeling well for you know making it out today and, and getting this episode done. And until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.